the end of the week. But the start of Luke and Lewis. Check it out, check it out. Let's go. On 1019. You ready? The Fox. Luke and Lewis on the Fox, welcome to the show. How you going, Luke? Mate, been a big morning. Yes. Very big morning. I've been out there with the celebs. The with celebs. one celeb in particular. I have a brief celebrity interview today that will blow all the other ones out of the water. Biggest, I'm going to call it biggest celebrity in the world. We've Whoa. got a brief celebrity on our show. Brief celebrity interview on our show. Biggest, biggest celebrity, celebrity in, the in the world. Yes. And you know why I think you got that interview? Because you've got some new clothes, man, and you're a whole new person. That's true. I've recently bought a new item of clothing, mm. and it's I'm a new man. It's changed me. I don't know. I'm not sure if it's changed me for the better either. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's good. very interesting. That's coming up later, and we're going to be talking about a fun run and many activities to do in Melbourne. Uh, this is Luke Lewis on the Fox. Luke, as you know, today was the massive fun run uh, to raise money for the kids. Yes, run for the kids happened this morning in Melbourne. Thousands of people uh, competed. It was great. I I was drove past this morning, people having a good old run. Yeah, heaps of roads were closed. It was good. People were coming together for this yep. one thing, just to help our kids. Great event. Um, I saw all the advertising around this event, and uh, for some reason, uh, like the event's a great idea, but for some reason, the way they chose to advertise it was they started adding on things to the run. Like, the run is the main thing, Yes, but they started advertising all these other activities well, that you could do. To make it seem like a bit more of an event than it perhaps was, they mm. added things to to do after the run, and they released a pamphlet of things yeah. to do in Melbourne once you finish having a jog. Yeah. And the things that they chose were just, it didn't say a lot for Melbourne. I mean, I like to think this yeah. is a great city, and the things that they chose, I wouldn't even put them in the top 10 things to do in Melbourne. Yeah, because the thing is, half these things they didn't even organise. They were just saying, oh, Melbourne has these things yeah. that you can do in the city. So the, one of the first things was uh, Moddy Apples. Enjoy a sweet, juicy apple. <laughs> <laughs> Not really a Melbourne thing, is it? I mean, I don't often go like friends from state. Oh, we're coming down to Melbourne. What should we do? Oh, you can't meet. You can't beat a good Moddy Apple. I know. That, I mean, dude. I mean, you even... know what? Good on them because now they've got a plug on radio. Yeah, so... but it's not even a pink lady. Like I might get a little bit excited yeah. for a pink lady. Give but me I a Granny Smith, or I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> uh, the other one that it gets uh, it gets even lamer. Uh, they had a seven news tent, and they plugged it by Great. saying, "Check out the entertainment in the seven news tent." <laughs> Can't wait to hang out with Peter Mitchell and Jennifer Kite. I mean, yeah. they wouldn't even be there. No, there'd just be two people who want to work at Channel 7 volunteering to give away lanyards yeah. with sevens on them. Very exciting activity. <laughs> like, ooh, a lanyard. I need another one of them. I've got yeah. three in the house. It's like, yeah, <laughs> you can give the MCG, miss, but make sure you go check out the Channel 7 tent. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the last one is the by far the most confusing one because yeah. this is this is like markedly not an activity. It's yep. not a fun thing to do. Metro trains jump aboard <laughs> the metro train. So not <laughs> not like how to get to the event. No. Hey, afterwards jump on board. Right. It's not train. a roller coaster. No. They're they're talking like it's make like sure it's you touch on first. <laughs> yeah, touch on for the added experience of hearing a boop. It's not exciting. <laughs> So, but you know what though, Luke, I have been inspired by all of these activities that they're plugging so much is, well, both of us have, we've, what we've done is we've created a tourism ad for Melbourne uh, and we I mean, tried to pick activities that were just as exciting as this. Well, we just thought, yeah, run for the kids, great organization. They've picked a lot of great things to do in Melbourne, but we thought, hey, there's way more to do in Melbourne than just Moddy Apple's seven news tent and are jumping on board the metro trains. <laughs> Which are very wise choices, but here's some more. 
Welcome to the beautiful city of Melbourne, absolutely full of exciting activities and attractions. Feel like an apple? You can have one! An apple a day is also an activity a day. After you finish the fun run, if you've got another 10 metres in you, head down to Science Works and race Kathy Freeman. Oh wow, is Kathy Freeman going to be there? Uh, no, it's just a light up wall with her head on it, eh? Oh yeah, I guess that's kind of the same thing. Not really, though. It's up to interpretation. After the race, you can wet your palate and experience the culinary delights of Swanston Street in Melbourne. Maccas, KFC and Hungry Jacks, all in a row. Some of them are even closed at the moment. Wait, but aren't they all just American food chains? Up to interpretation. <laughs> when it's time to head home, jump aboard our famous Metro train ride and watch our undercover ticket inspectors blend seamlessly into the environment around them. Cool cargo shorts, bro, and nice white New Balance sneakers. You're just a regular guy like me. Definitely no ticket inspecting happening here. I hate to burst your bubble, but surprise, I am a ticket inspector. Tickets, please. What? <laughs> How? <laughs> Melbourne, the place to do things in. Up to interpretation. Luke <laughs> and Lewis. Lewis, a new item of clothing. Uh, actually, is footwear clothing? I don't yeah. know. Yeah, a new item of footwear has <laughs> come into my life. Right. And it's changed me. And I'm not really? sure if it's changed me for the better. Right. What type of clothing? Yesterday, I made the big call. You know me. I'm a bit of a plain Jane. Mm. I don't dress particularly savvy. I'm not particularly fancy. Imagine, listeners, <laughs> if you will, the plainest head on the planet yep. who... Remember when you when your mum used to buy you clothes and she just bought you generic stuff because mm -hmm. she didn't really know your personality yet? Yep. <laughs> Imagine if Luke was like, no, that is my personality. <laughs> And only bought generic clothes from Kmart. I look like a kid in the Kmart catalogue yes. every day. And I'm proudly rep that. But yesterday I went to the shops and I was like, you know what? I'm feeling a bit of a change of pace. So I purchased a pair of brand new boots. Ooh, boots. Leather. <laughs> leather boots. Brown Luke leather Mitchell. boots. Lace up, no Velcro. We're talking man boots. That's a very manly thing to do. I mean, I would be, I'd be less surprised if you told me you went and bought sketches. I'd be like, oh, yeah, standard. <laughs> You're coming with boots. I'm boots. astonished. And the thing is, I it's changed me. Last yeah. night, I feel like I've become a new person. Because here's the thing. I was in the store, right? And yeah. on the way out, the guy's like, mate, these are my favorite pair of boots. I have the same pair myself. This guy, I bought them off in the store. Was it just a boot store? Yeah, he was like a boot enthusiast. The guy was nuts about boots. Yeah. And he just said, mate, there's nothing more I love than putting on this pair of boots. Because when you put them on, mate. It makes you, it feels like home, <laughs> right? And I was like, and then I kind of laughed at him in the store and was like, whatever, mate, I don't care about your boots as much as you mm. came home. Yeah. And I, I mean, I guess this could have been because I was just at home, but put them on <laughs> and I was like, boy, oh boy, feels I'm, like home. I'm double home. Yeah, double home. <laughs> I'm home and my feet are too. Yeah. And then I went out, I, I debuted them the same night, yeah. wore them out last night nice on the town yeah. and yep, well done. <laughs> And then uh, <laughs> I caught myself in a few reflections. Yeah. I'm not usually one to gaze. You looked at yourself so in reflections. I double-taked and then stopped and then gave myself like a, just a nod. You gave your boots a nod? Yeah. That's incredible. I got busted. Some guy laughed at me. But um, Fair enough. it was worth it. Yeah. Did you boot him? <laughs> <laughs> Who 
is this guy? Bloody Boot Luke. I don't know what's happened. Boot Luke has become my new identity, and it's only me when I'm wearing the boots. Well, you I know, came in today yeah. wearing sneakers. Right. I'm fine. Yeah, you're just you, normal Luke. But I was telling you about what I was up to last night, mm. and you didn't even recognize me. No, you're like, like, what is this is, new person? Who is Boot Luke? But I think there are a few items of clothing. Like, I've got a nice leather jacket, a black mm. one, and whenever I put it on... Like, I'm a different guy. Yeah. You know? Like, if I have the leather jacket off, I'll pay whatever the agreed price is. But if I put the leather jacket on, I have the confidence to haggle. (laughs) I'll be like, mate, give me a dollar off that. You see how many zips I'm wearing right now. Sometimes when I'm walking down the street in my boots, and when I say sometimes, I mean last night, because it was the first night I've ever worn boots. (laughs) But... I w- you know, like, usually if you're, someone's, you're walking directly towards someone, mm. I didn't move. I you, just kept going. And you they let mo- them move. They moved around me. They saw your boots, so like, oh, yeah. I, I respect him. i got to move. Yeah. i got to veer here. The boots command respect. <laughs> well, how about next week, I challenge you, I want to meet Boot Luke. Okay. Because I, I didn't want to wear them boot. in today to freak you guys out. I just wanted to keep this a regular show. And if Boot Luke came on... I don't know what would happen. Well, you know what? How about... I'll pack them in my bag next week. Don't wear them all I day. I'm not going to wear them in, mate. No. Okay. You bring your boots. I'll bring my jacket. and then we'll, we'll have to broadcast from Mars just to match my ego <laughs> if I bring in the boots the whole show. Yeah, right. I'll bring them in for one segment yep. and one segment only next week. And, we'll and you get to happens. meet Boot Luke. All right, brilliant. This is Luke and Lewis on the Fox, but later it'll be Boot Luke and Leather Jacket Lewis. <laughs> well done. <laughs> Lewis, last week I went to Ed Sheeran's concert mm-hmm. and I purchased a water bottle yes. at the concert. And when I was walking down onto the ground, I was in the standing area on the footy oval. Mm. And I was, I was entering, for, so exiting the grandstands and entering the oval surface, mm-hmm. I was stopped by a security guard and she said, Excuse me, you've got to put that bottle cap in the bin. Just the cap? Just the cap. But you can take the bottle in. So no people cap. in the stands can have a cap. Yeah. Not people on the ground. Why? Because uh, people throw caps. <laughs> no. <laughs> no? Because people throw No one is worried about the cap abandoned, the guy. Th- the cap band. Capping people. <laughs> no. I asked her, I was like, why? I was so confused. Yeah. I was cooperating, but I just wanted to know why. Yeah. And she said, well, uh, if you throw out the cap, it means you won't be able to throw a full water bottle at oh, someone's head. That's actually, that's the kind of rule where... Obviously, full water bottles, they were just being thrown around. Yeah. So, they're like, how do we combat this while still being able to make money out of selling bottles of water? And what- Some genius was yeah. like, all right, no cap. Yeah. And everyone just applauded. Like, that's that's the rule. But it's such a petty rule. Mm. And it bothered me because Ed Sheeran comes on, he's about two songs into his set, yeah. and he walks over to uh, his water bottle on the stage, yeah. and I just see him slowly unscrew it, <laughs> drink the water- then put the cap back on. So the rule didn't apply to him. He's allowed a cap. He's on the field too. Yeah, but look, mate, let's be honest. If Ed Sheeran threw his guitar at someone's head, they'd probably thank him. Yeah, I know, <laughs> but like, that's oh, what I'm saying. I got my money's worth. Like, people were like, oh, I don't. That, what she was saying to me is, I don't trust you with a full bottle of water. You're yeah. a grown adult. I don't trust you with this bottle of water. Well, but look, she trusts Ed. Ed could be pegging water bottles left, right, and center at the crowd. That's true, but that hasn't happened yet. Maybe that rule will be brought in when if Ed, Ed pegs it. When it. one day that yeah. Ed just loses it. Because most <laughs> rules happen because of past behavior. Yeah. Like, I've been the reason for a rule being created. I remember uh, when I was 12 in primary school, uh, do you remember Beyblades, the spinning 
spinning tops? You rip the spinning tops uh, off. They were quite popular. Yeah, they were quite 10, popular. About 15 years yeah, ago. Yeah, and you could kind of build them. All the kids in school had them. And me and my friend... You used to battle them with your friends. Yeah, exactly. Me and my friend had two Beyblades, and then we combined the best parts to create the ultimate Beyblade, and it couldn't be beaten. And then one day, we're just beating everyone every day in a row. Couldn't be beaten. Then one day, you my friend... You just sound like no fun as a kid. This, this <laughs> like... was so fun, mate. You don't know what fun is. I was winning Beyblades consistently. I was the Floyd Mayweather of Beyblades, thanks to teamwork. That's cool. <laughs> but one day, right, the team, there was some tension. My friend wanted to take the Beyblade apart, but I wanted to keep it together so we could keep winning. And it eventually ended up in a massive punch-on after school. Yep. Um, and because of us, Beyblades just got banned. Yeah, because you punched someone else over a spinning top. Yes, and uh, can I say... That's immature behaviour. I was completely right, and I will never apologise. <laughs> uh, but... So you're the reason for the, for the rule Yeah, I'm the reason why a rule exists. And we were thinking, listeners, give us a call on 131060. What rules exist because of you? What have you done have you, that has brought a rule in? Have you done something so heinous or just so weird and petty that... A yeah. rule was introduced because of your behavior. At school or around the office or a law, anything. What have you done? What what rules exist because of you? 131060, give us a call. We'd love to chat. What rules exist because of you? What have you done that has caused a rule to become enforced? Uh, for example, earlier, uh, when I was 12 in primary school, I got Beyblades banned because I got into a big punch on with my mate over whether or not we should deassemble our mega Beyblade. That's the appropriate way to handle a Beyblade dispute. Let's take this Throwing outside. fifths. This really, we should have had we should have had a Beyblade battle. Come to think of it, actually, yeah. Well, well the reason why he yeah he probably resorted to fighting was because you were beating everyone, you were cheating, and no one likes that. Mm, that's true. Yeah. So it was it was a battle of honor. Um, but we've got to go to our first caller, Adam. Welcome to the show. What have you done that has created a rule? Hey guys, um, I got Pokemon um, cards banned for my primary school and um, Razor Blade scooters, not Razor Blade, just Razor scooters. Wow. Uh, Two yeah, things banned. You're an absolute rebel, Adam. How did you get? How did you get Pokemon cards banned? Were you dealing Pokemon cards in the black market while riding your scooter, just like a lunatic throughout the school grounds? <laughs> no, we weren't. Um, we weren't um, selling them or anything like that. But basically, we were playing for keeps. So yeah. basically, before the battle started, we all pick out our rarest card and we will battle for that. Yeah. And yeah, we were just the force to be reckoned with, and we just kept beating everyone. And yep. yeah, I guess lots of those kids went home really upset that they lost their Zapdos or their Charizard. Yeah. So yeah, see, they banned it pretty quickly. <laughs> see, that's just bad sportsmanship, Adam. I'm totally on your side here. Just because you're good at Pokemon doesn't mean the whole sport should be yeah. banned. It means yeah, it was, you should. It's pretty un Australian of him, mate, I'll tell you what. <laughs> it is un Australian. And un Japanese. It's un Australian to be like, to sulk over a lost Blastoise. Uh, I think. 100%. And and you know about the scooter? How did you get the scooter banned? Honestly, I don't remember all the fine details, but I'm going to just say that I didn't have all the proper safety equipment on, the helmet and the uh, knee pads and all that type of stuff. Do you need you know, knee pads? Yeah, you need a reputation to upkeep in primary school, mate. You can't be wearing knee pads and elbow pads. Exactly. Yeah, no see, way. Adam, I think I know why scooters were banned. You say you were, but, and also why you can't remember. You say you weren't wearing the right safety equipment. <laughs> Do you think you just really hurt yourself and you just can't remember it at all? Honestly, it could be. <laughs> I think I might eat my head too hard. Who knows? I feel you, man. I don't like living in this police state. I think Pokemon <laughs> cards and scooters should be... You should... I mean, 
Do whatever you want with them, really. They should be an official sport, Adam. Thank you very much for giving us a call. This is Luca Lewis on the Fox. Time for this. Getting the biggest celebs and asking the hard questions. Well, hard question. This is Luke and Lewis's Brief Celebrity Interviews. Now, if you're new to the show, guys, uh, Luke and Lewis's Brief Celebrity Interviews is a segment that we do as often as we can because our show, we're Sunday nights on Fox. We're not the biggest show out there. We can't really get big celebrity guests It's all hard the time. to get a celeb in the building on a Sunday, mm. so we usually catch them on the way to the elevator in the building or just whenever we see a celeb in real life. Yeah, so we'll just run up to them, recording on our phones, ask them the briefest question possible. Yep. We don't want to waste their time. More importantly, we're even more busy. We don't want to waste our time yeah. or your time. We're busy, guys. We only yeah. have time to ask you one question, and yeah. you only have time to give one answer. It's a great... Uh, it's a sign of mutual respect to the celebrity. Yes. Past guests have included Rita Ora, Gary Megan from MasterChef, mm-hmm. uh, Alex Huge, Nation, former massive. Bachelor... Or Bachelor contestant. Yep. She wasn't the Bachelor. <laughs> Although that would have been a good get, wouldn't have it? That's yes, it would have. That would have, been, that would have been an even bigger celebrity interview. But uh, yeah, we do this segment as often as we can. Uh, and some some people might argue that we haven't really had a big celebrity on here. But uh, Luke, you went on a bit of a mission, I didn't think you? I think today morning? marks the day where we have a household name. This we have a- one of the biggest celebrities in the world. Yeah. And this I got a, an interview with them. A full-on certified A-plus lister, I'm going to say. Not, the, not just an A-lister, A-plus. Who did you get, Luke? The Arnold Classic, a bodybuilding event run by Arnold Schwarzenegger, is in Melbourne at the moment. Mm. Lewis, I made it my mission this morning. Are you hinting at something? I am. I made it my mission this morning yeah. to get an interview with the great man himself, Arnie the Terminator. Arnold Schwarzenegger. And Luke, did, did you get it? Ladies and gentlemen, I got the interview. Oh, you got the interview with Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Brief celebrity interviews with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Who now, would have thought? Luke and Lewis on the on Sunday nights getting the uh, the only Arnie interview. I don't think he's ever done an interview at all here. No, he hasn't. I don't think he. Oh, I, he would have done one on Fox before, but he's definitely never done one on a Sunday night. <laughs> <laughs> so the way it went down is, I last night we found out that. We had a, like a kind of a way into the Arnold Classic for free, and then also a way to get backstage. So we knew the guy who was emceeing uh, some of the uh, it was like the strongman competition yeah. that Arnie then comes Hosting out the and events. presents yeah. the award to. Right, so Arnie came out and he presented an award. I knew the guy emceeing it. I also knew the head of Arnold's security. That's a big help. Yes, so we had two men on the inside to help us with this incredibly important operation. And honestly, it was full on. Mm. So I had to sneak. It was almost, I felt like I was sneaking backstage. And every time I kept on, like, people kept trying to kick me out. They were like, why are you here, mate? And I'm like, oh, I'm with Glenn and Grant. And they were like, who's Glenn and Grant? (laughs) And then, like, Glenn and Grant would come over and be like, oh, he's with me. Leave him alone, whatever. And then, but I kept on getting ushered. And then eventually, I just, I just had to hold my players, pretend I was important. I started doing push ups just so I fit in a bit more. Yeah, um, yeah. There were a lot of jacked I was trying guys to get there. jacked, like, on the spot. Like, yeah, you backstage at a bodybuilding competition would look almost as weird as me. I was the only one who wasn't bronze. <laughs> like,. <laughs> Yeah, but that's a that's a great uh, it's a great get. I'm happy to know you. I haven't, and I haven't heard the interview. You haven't heard the interview. And the other big thing that we discussed last night when we realised we had a shot at this was, what question do you ask 
Arnold Schwarzenegger, one of yeah. the biggest celebrities in the world. You only have one question to ask him. Yeah. What do we go with? It's brief celebrity interview, so it has to be a very brief question. I mean, you don't want to ask something boring like, oh, how often do you go to the gym? Yeah, he would too, get that all the boring, time. Too generic. You don't want to ask him something that could offend him, like, hey, Arnold, what's the 18th line in Kindergarten Cop? Who cares? <laughs> it probably sucked because it wasn't a great film. Well, you didn't really have... It probably would only offend him if you added the insult on that. I mean, yeah. You could just ask, what's the 18th line? But again, he'd be probably like... it sucked. Yeah, but, I mean, that wouldn't be a proper justification in review of the film. Yeah, not a very good question either. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Arnie. I've got a, well, I enjoyed th- Predator more. <laughs> <laughs> you, also, you know, and there's so many things you could ask, but you probably wouldn't want to ask, like, uh, any Adam Sandler trivia questions. Like, hey, Arnie, in the 2014 Adam Sandler movie, Blended, who plays Adam Sandler's sister? Yeah, you he, probably wouldn't know. Uh, uh, <laughs> I, I do not know. I, I mean, yeah. you would just get a, a confused answer. I mean, I and had to Google that. I was thinking of uh, asking him a riddle. Mm. Like, uh, once you have it, you want to share it. And once you share it, you don't have it. What is it? Tell. It's a oh. secret. But oh, I don't think Arnie would have been that quick on mm. his feet. So I, I didn't want to confuse the great man. So what I went with was something a bit more simple. Mm-hmm. Um well, should I say the question now of what I went with? Yeah, I think the people deserve the to people know. The people want to know. I went with, hey, Arnie, what's your favorite film? Because oh, I want to know Because he's that. an actor. Yeah. And I thought, this is on topic. It's on brand for Arnie. <laughs> to is know. it one of his films? Is it yeah. someone else's? I thought he'd be like Terminator. I was thinking maybe Shawshank Redemption, or perhaps it's something way left to feel like the B movie. Or we have Adam no Sandler idea. Huh? It could have been the Adam Sandler movie from 2014 called Blended. <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> So after the break, ladies and gentlemen, the full interview will be coming up. What We'll find out what is Arnold Schwarzenegger's favourite film. Getting the biggest celebs and asking the hard questions. Well, hard question. This is Luke and Lewis's Brief Celebrity Interviews. That's right, guys. Uh, generally, because we're a Sunday night show, we can't get big celebrities into interviews, so we just have to ambush them whenever we see them. Or so we thought. Mm. Because today we have one of the biggest celebrities and one of the briefest interviews we've ever done on the show. <laughs> this morning I went down to the Arnold Classic mm. and got a brief celebrity interview with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Mate. And people probably heard, if people have heard this show before probably think we're joking, we're actually not. <laughs> no, this is real. This, this happened. Is real, big, and brief. So I like just how I like it. I knew a guy who was the MC, and I knew the head of Arnold's security, and mm-hmm. I managed to weasel my way backstage yes. and get one question out. And the question I decided to ask him was, what's your favorite film? Yes, which is something that we all want to know. And to give you and guys an... I was the only one there. Why weren't you there, Lewis? Well, You look, sent me a very bo- a disappointing text last night. Yes. Uh, I, I had to... I, I couldn't go because I had a hotel room booked with my girlfriend, so I couldn't hang out with Arnie. There is no harder definition of dog and the boys <laughs> than choosing... Night with your girlfriend mm-hmm. over. You still could have that because you could woke up this morning. You yeah. were in the city, then yeah. meeting Ar- Arnold Schwarzenegger. Mate, that's true. He's the Terminator, and you were like, no, nah, I'll go out for brunch. To all the boys <laughs> out there, I apologize <laughs> for talking you collectively. <laughs> but to give you guys an idea on how big this brief celebrity interview is for our show, we've got a little montage here yep. of all the celebrity interviews we've done in the past. This, let's take a journey back in time. 
Since the dawn of time, mankind has evolved to find immense pleasure in two things. Celebrity interviews and efficiency. Taking that data into account, Luke and Lewis have crafted the ultimate format for any celebrity encounter. One celebrity, one question, one answer. Many celebrities in the past have encountered this brief and hard-hitting journalism. Alex Nation, former Bachelor contestant. We're here with Alex Nation today. What's your favourite colour? My favourite colour is blue. Gary Megan from MasterChef. What's your favourite meal? So it could be fish and chips by the sea or a caviar in a very expensive restaurant. Thanks so much, Gary. That's all we have time for today. Both members of Peking Duck. Ruben, do you have a hidden talent? I can fly a plane. Adam, do you prefer Pepsi or Coke? Well, I'm a bit on the fence. Uh, you know, I used to be a Pepsi guy, but now I'm a Coke guy. Oh, really? Whoa, that's, <laughs> that's a scoop. And Rita Ora, pop sensation. What's your middle name? Uh, I don't have one, but just call me whatever you want. Sorry, that's all we have time for. Today. Oh, okay. thank you very much, Rita. Okay. But today, we're taking up a notch. With Arnold Schwarzenegger. Get to the interview! Ladies and gentlemen, the time has come. Hasta la vista, baby. Lewis, mate, I'll set the scene. It's backstage. It's noisy. It's crowded. There's about 20 of these security guards surrounding him. I'm there with my microphone and a dream. (laughs) I have a three-second window to ask him, what is your favorite film? Mm -hmm. And this, ladies and gentlemen, is how it went. Arnold, what's your favorite film? He didn't say anything. What do you think? He didn't, he didn't say words. You Obvi- just asked obviously, the question and he didn't say anything. His favourite film is a silent film <laughs> by Charlie Chaplin. Luke, I cannot believe that we have just spent half an hour amping up everyone listening to our show and you've come in here today. I cannot believe... That you got an exclusive interview with Arnold. I know! We did it! This is the briefest celebrity interview ever! I mean, he didn't even say anything. Oh my god, this is amazing. I mean, some would would say he ignored me. I would say no, he answered it. He answered it perfectly. Yeah. He Which quoted. was, I think it was, it, the film is The Lion's Cage by Charlie Chaplin. Yes, because I actually noticed his answer was a quote from the film. If you guys have a listen, this is what Arnie was quoting. Guys, that was a quote from the silent a, film. That was a, your, quite a moving scene from the film. Your radios are not broken. That was just a clip from the silent film. Yep. And let me tell you, mate, thank you so much hey. for bringing that exclusive interview That's to what our I'm show. That's I'm going to do. My chest still hurts. His security guard almost punched me in the face. <laughs> uh, it's time to play a game that uh, we've been playing for a while now. It's time for this. Flip it. Flip it good. Flip it. Win a coin. That's right. We're playing Flip Goin. Everyone in their cars is very excited now. Now, just just before you get too excited, this is Flip Coin, not Hitcoin. So the station has been running a promotion called Hitcoin where you call up during the day um, and you name a particular song and you can win anywhere from like $100 to $1,000 or whatever. It's yes. a lot of money. This is our version. A superior version of yes. that, where we will give away an actual coin. Because so this is coin. you win no coins. This you win is, an amount of money. This is the real Hitcoin promo. 
Fox FM's Hit Coin. Hear the hit and win some serious coin. In 15 minutes. Mm. On the Fox. Not happy about serious coin? This is seriously a coin. Well, they don't give away coins. They just transfer it into people's bank accounts. So we wanted to do a legitimate contest where we send you a coin in the mail. So you can win anywhere from five cents to two dollars. Now, this is a very popular com- competition. Last time we played this, guys, one dollar went off. Right? I couldn't we, believe it. We still have the jackpot. The two dollars never gone off. No, the two dollars is still there. Five cents is still there. If you need twenty cents to buy a couple lollies from the milk bar, we've got you back potentially if you win. <laughs> but here's the catch: today, usually we play it with three people. Today, we only want to play it with one person. We're going to get three people up still. Uh, give us a call if you want to play on thirteen ten sixty. If you want that coin. <laughs> But we want to get you up. You're going to tell us the reason why you want the coin, and we're going to pick the best reason. The most deserving listener and will then win. Potentially. We'll, we'll win the opportunity to win. <laughs> they, you can play for the, for the opportunity to win five cents. I can't believe. I'm looking at my computer screen. The phone lines always blow up. What do you mean you can't believe? This is the best game Fox has ever played. It costs more to send the coin out. (laughs) (laughs) So give us a call on 131060 if you would like to win a coin. Today we're playing this. Flip it. Flip it good. Flip it. Win a coin. That's right, guys. We're playing Luke and Lewis's Flip Coin, the game where you can win a coin. Yep. Uh, the radio stations sometimes give away cars. Not us. <laughs> Still starting with C, coin. Just a coin. <laughs> yeah. Something that you keep in your car in the dashboard. If you have <laughs> enough coins, you could potentially buy a car. But we are not giving enough away, <laughs> giving away enough coins. Not even enough to buy a Hot Wheels car. <laughs> Maybe. You get one for two bucks if nah. it's on special at Coles. Maybe, Maybe like, a Matchbox car, yeah, actually. Yeah, one of those Kmart Matchbox ones, like in the gutter outside. You can, but, tr- you can trade it you with a the, kid for $2. Only if you win the jackpot, though, because yeah. two bucks. Otherwise, you could win five cents. <laughs> um, so we've got our first contestant, Jeff. Welcome to the show. Why do you want to win a coin? Uh, listen, I, I need the money. I really need the money. I'm flying backwards and forwards to Adelaide uh, for the last few months. I've got, mm-hmm. oh no, I've got to fly backwards and forwards again right up until May. Every five cent counts. And you think so, five cents will help that? Well, look, you know, I've used my frequent flyer points and everything <laughs> just to fly backwards and forwards, so five cents will help. Yes, and are, are these coin-operated flights or...? <laughs> well, no, they're not coin-operated flights, but, you know, hey, I get to buy stuff on, on the plane, so... All right. yeah, brilliant. So right. you could get maybe half a bottle of water on a jet stuff. Right. Well, no, like maybe, maybe not quite half a bottle of water, but, you know, it, I might be... Five cents short, so. Yeah. <laughs> well, hold the line, Jeff. We'll go to Crystal. And, Crystal, why do you want that coin? Uh, so, I'm actually um, after the $2 Gold Coast coin. So, ah, so you're on a coin hunt. I am. I collect a bit of them. Right. So, you're on a specific coin hunt. Uh, well, yeah. Crystal, I've got our jackpot here, a $2 coin. I don't have the coin you're after, but I do have uh, a 2007 regular Australian $2 coin. Does that tickle your fancy? Have you got that one oh, yet? Yes. Uh, probably not. No. Mm, <laughs> right. We've got the coin collector online. How about... Uh, really? Be- you haven't got a 2007 regular and you collect coins? No, I probably do. Yeah. I was going to say, what are you doing? <laughs> not much of a collection. No, She's got to try and spend it on another $2 coin. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Sorry, I didn't mean to dish your collection. I'm just saying I wasn't impressed. <laughs> so you know what? I did mean to dish it, Crystal. Um, Bianca, why, why do you want to win a coin? 
I just want to win this coin. I want to frame it and put it on my wall so I can look at it every morning and be like, I won that coin. I did this. This is amazing. I like that. I like your I attitudes like towards coins. Yeah, it's brilliant. You need to be enthusiastic. Mm. I mean, don't you think it will cost more for the frame? It's worth it. Definitely worth right. it. I'll look at that coin. I'll be like, that's my so coin. So it's more of a nostalgic coin. Would you, oh, definitely. would you write the names of the people who gave you the coin on there? I could definitely, yeah. So, so, so what would a- those names be? Ah. <sighs> Oh, you don't know our names. Hang up on our... Eliminated. (laughs) I'll call the radio. I want a coin. Don't know who the people are giving them to me are. (laughs) Eliminated. First contestant down. Right, Luke, now let's have a serious discussion. It's out of Jeff or Crystal. Now, I'm leaning towards Jeff. Mm, I because, do like Jeff. Uh, Jeff sounds like he, I mean, I'm sorry to hear this, Jeff, but it sounds like you really need the money. Yeah. Uh, every five cents counts, he said. And the reason why I'm leaning towards Jeff is Crystal is looking after. For She's looking, looking for, for one, a specific coin. We don't have that. We can't even promise that she'll receive the two dollar coin. I mean, because we'll this hat. is playing for the opportunity to win a coin, not even playing yes. for a coin. I mean, listen to all the coins we have. I reckon. Jeff, Jeff, lock it in. You have won the opportunity to win that yo, coin. Yo, we still haven't won it yet. Let's not get too excited. Yo, Lewis All will right. be picking the coin out of the bowl, and Jeff, I will be flipping it. Lewis, what coin is Jeff playing I'm for? A coin out now. He is playing His for. Goes in. Fifty cents. That's not bad. <laughs> Jeff, how do you feel about that? Fifty cents. Oh, look, you know, look, fifty cents. Look. Oh, look, 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 I'd go, I'd, I'd go 20 cents, but, you know, look, 50 cents be fine. Oh, you want you want less money? Well, sorry to tell you, you are you are only going to be winning 50 cents. You I'm wanted sorry, a fiver. So <laughs> I've got 50 cents. All right, Jeff. Well, no, you haven't yet. I'm about to flip Luke, the coin. This is Luke's going to flip coin. the coin. Then <laughs> this is the decider to see if you win the coin, Mate, Jeff. I'm disappointed, Luke. People don't know our names. I don't they don't know the rules. Jeff of even coin. knows he's on the radio right now. <laughs> All right, Jeff. Jeff heads I'm ready or tails? to flip that coin. Are you ready? Uh, well, look, I'm going to go. I'm going to get tails. Tails. All right, tails. flipping coin. It's been flipped. Oh no, it's gone over your side of the desk, Lewis. Get it. And it's tails, Jeff. You've won the coin. You're going to be flying Jeff. private. You're going to be flying business class, Jeff. Now, Jeff, oh, I know no. we're running a little long, but I do want to give you the opportunity. We've got a Do you want to play double or nothing? We'll let no, you. No, no, I'm going to take fifteen. <laughs> You don't want to like risk the it. 50 cents. Like He's a smart man. That's a power play. Playing it safe. Thank you very much for calling, Jeff. That was Luke and Lewis's flip coin. We'll be right back. We'll send you out no, that coin, Jeff. Luke and Lewis on the Fox. Another funny song Sorry, by Jessica just, Malboy. I, I wanted this one to be serious, and then I heard Jess Malboy laugh at her own song again, and... Mate, Stop, Jess. It's I, not funny. Look, listeners, I hope you're all filled up after that Jess Malboy song. <laughs> I, I, for one, am very full of Jessica Malboy songs. I've had enough. I've <laughs> been <laughs> <laughs> coming up on the show. We've got... We're going to be talking, Luke. I'm going to reveal some of your deepest, darkest secrets. Really? Mm. I'm not looking forward to that. Really? Oh, on yeah. radio? Yes, on radio. Great. Yep. I've recorded a conversation of yours in secret, and I'm going to reveal what was said. I wish we talked about this before the show. <laughs> <laughs> Luke and Lewis. Luke, Carl Stefanovic is in some big trouble. and uh, That's no surprises. No. Carl's often in hot water. Mm. He's uh, he's surprisingly somehow managed to be the host of a morning show and a party boy. It's a weird mix. Yeah. 
It doesn't matter. I mean, maybe mm. he just doesn't sleep. Yeah, he just maybe. goes all night. <laughs> maybe maybe the, the morning show is like the end of his day. Yeah, it's the he after party. He at the clubs. <laughs> um, but he's actually uh, gotten in trouble, but we don't know yet what the trouble is. Because <laughs> here's the story. Carl Stefanovic was on the phone to his brother in the back of an Uber. And the Uber driver secretly recorded the phone call to his brother. And uh, apparently what is on the recording is such a bombshell that it's going to destroy the whole television show, is what the news is saying. Why are you, like, letting bombshells go in Ubers, Carl? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you should think, hey, maybe some maybe new idea would want to hear this bombshell. Yeah. And you don't know anything about the Uber driver. He might be the publicist or the leading, the editing producer of a big magazine. Yeah. And, I mean, unlikely because he's driving Uber. I say, to that yeah. Uber driver, horrible person, but also, I respect your hustle because yeah. <laughs> this guy secretly recorded Carl's phone call mm. where he must have been saying something horrible. We don't know what it is yet. And he tried to sell the recording to a bunch of media outlets. But here's the thing, Luke. Because recording someone without their knowledge is illegal, news corporations couldn't buy the recording. But what New Idea has done, the magazine, they instead of buying the recording from the Uber driver, yep. they've heard the recording and they're paying him $50,000 to recall what is in the recording. And they know it's true because they've heard the recording. Yep. They're just not releasing what's on the recording. So, they're getting the guy to remember it yeah. for money. So just as unethical mm. as just playing the recording. It's a massive loophole. Yep. And so New Idea, horrible magazine, but, but I respect your hustle. For the Uber driver, <laughs> yeah. congrats. It's very expensive fare. I mean, Uber search, search pricing's going up, but 50k, that's yeah, a good one. That's a lot of money to just remember something. And it actually kind of inspired me, Luke. Um, you probably don't know this because uh, earlier in the week, you're on the phone to your girlfriend having a you know pretty, pretty uh, personal conversation about you, and I uh, secretly right. recorded that phone call. Did you? Mm, I don't recall me being on the phone with my girlfriend. Oh, that was a couple of times this week, so yep. that's plausible. Yep, so, and I, I actually recorded it without your knowledge, and... Uh, Tried to sell it to Fox FM, our station. Did now, they laugh you out the door? Why would, we want, why would they want to play that? Well, because of the things that you said, mate. The, some, some horrible things were revealed. And, uh, oh, dear. Uh, what's happened <laughs> is, because I, I forgot to ask for your permission to release your secrets, mm. uh, Fox have declined to purchase the recording, so I can't play the recording, but they have paid me um, $2 to remember it. So, that's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to remember the embarrassing things that you were telling your girlfriend. This is quite unethical. Uh, yes. You haven't approached me about this before the show. No. And whatever is said here, I mean, I've, I'm recalling some of the things I've said to my girlfriend mm. recently and um, would really appreciate that not being on radio. Yeah. Well, Carl Stefanovic has preemptively apologized, even though he doesn't know what's yeah. in the recording. So, I would, would, like, you like to... I would like to preemptively apologize to the fans of this show, mm -hmm. whatever you're about to hear. If I you don't... know our names. Yep. I don't want it to reflect uh, on me personally, mm -hmm. even though that's exactly what will happen. My family, who's mm -hmm. probably listening right now, Sharon, Quent, Jack, <laughs> uh, my old dog, Jesse. Yes. Um, she well, passed away in grade two, but I'm sure she he'll remembers. He'll still be mortified, uh, and you're on the right track here. I'm going to reveal uh, that you were talking on the phone uh, to your girlfriend about having incredibly long toes. 
Right, so you've just made this up. I thought you said you recorded a conversation. I did record a conversation. This is 100% we'll play true. Play the recording. I can't play the recording. They have not purchased mm. the recording. They've purchased my remembering of the mm. recording. I think and, you remember it incorrectly. Uh, and quote, by, by memory, uh, you said your toes are so embarrassingly long that you have to wear flippers at the beach in case the paparazzi get photos and print them a new idea. <laughs> Also, I heard you, I remember, recall you, I recall you saying to your girlfriend that uh, your toes are so long that you need to buy two pairs of socks and stitch them together. <laughs> what is, what did that, did I say respond? that? Yes, you did say that. I have the mm. recording, which mm. I will not play, as, as I've only been paid for remembering. This puts me in a situation where I think I have adequately sized toes. And mm-hmm. you know what? Me and my girlfriend, we don't discuss my toes all well, that much. Well, why don't you play the recording? Well, I don't have it. Because exactly. I didn't. Mm. So I'm the man with the evidence Go here on, that continue. will not be shown because I'm being paid to. Remember. Is that the only secret you got out of the phone call? No, I have the final secret, the uh, the bombshell. It's the last one. I uh, heard you say, and I didn't even know this. I knew about the toes, but I didn't know this one. It just said uh, that your real name actually isn't Luke Kidgel, it's Timmy Longtoes. <laughs> And I think you should apologise to the listeners for not letting everyone know that your real name <laughs> is not Luke. It is actually Timmy Longtoes. I think that's disrespectful. Lewis, yes. how dare you? I was going to sell that scoop yeah. to Woman's Weekly, mm. Dolly, New Idea, mm. The Fox, and now it's out there for free? No, I got paid two bucks for it. Right, well... Well, I, I didn't sell a recording. I sold my memory of it. Maybe you could try and sell a recording. I'm going to sue you. <laughs> Timmy, Long, Timmy Longtoes v. Lewis in court. <laughs> this is Lewis and Timmy Longtoes. Shut <laughs> up. Lewis, today I went to the Arnold Classic, a mm-hmm. bodybuilding convention, and boy, boy, right in, was I out of my depth. Yeah. <laughs> that was sarcasm. I was completely uncomfortable the whole time. They were, imagine walking into a room of a thousand people who are better than you. Yeah, yeah. Because you, what it the felt extent like. of your physical activity is just kind of jogging. I mean, really. I run, yeah. but I don't like, you know, weights or, I mean, don't what, I don't even know what, I was walking around watching people just lift things and pull mm. on things and just, oh, like lots of grunting happening. Yeah, like and everyone there was like over a hundred kilos and yeah. they ate chicken. The only time I'm breakfast. grunting is like the day after Indian, just... <laughs> You know, a, a bad curry or something. Yeah. But I'm not grunting through exhaustion. No way. No, it's definitely not. <laughs> Toilet fatigue. <laughs> <laughs> so Look, you're basically out of place. Yes. And to describe like the people there, mm. they, like last year, the mountain from Game of Thrones were that, was at this convention and there were guys about as big as this. So about yeah. six foot eight, like, I don't know how, 150 like kilos. kilos. Yep. Yeah. Just Oh, like if they walked, they had to walk with their legs apart or they'd chafe. Yeah. yeah. Like it was that level of uh, bodybuilding type people. And that a strongman competition mm-hmm. and everyone's kind of floating around. And this is like what Arnold said about the crowd. He got up there, Arnold Schwarzenegger, and he was like, you guys are the most muscular crowd I've <laughs> ever I've ever seen at the Arnold Classic. And, and then he pointed he at this you. one guy out and he's just like, you in the third row. Oh, you do not skip a leg there. They are some nasty calves. Nasty calves. <laughs> nasty calves. Right. What so a I, was com- I was walking around competing with nasty calves, Lewis. Mm. Yeah, and you've got just regular calves. They're not really. nasty. I don't look at them and go, oh, they're, nasty. they're not even bad boys. They're just, just boys. Just calves, you know. <laughs> they're, calf boys. They're my little boys. <laughs> <laughs> so I got 
kind of ushered into some of the stores selling protein shakes. Yeah. And I didn't really want to be there. I was just there trying to get a brief celebrity interview with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Which I wasn't. I wasn't there for the shakes. No. Okay. I wasn't there for the protein powder. Mm. And this guy is like ushering me into his store. He's like, "Hey, bro. Hey, bro. Do you even lift? Do you lift, bro?" And I was like, "What lift? What? What do you mean lift? You don't understand that question." Well. I kind of, I got overwhelmed and I was, because I didn't want to tell him I didn't lift. I don't go to the gym. Yeah. Like, what do you bench? Do you deadlift? Yeah. And he's like, what do you bench and stuff? And I was like, I don't bench. I don't even table. I, I barely <laughs> stool. Like, what do you mean? I don't do yeah. anything. Right. But I, really, the do you even lift question, I mean, think about that question. People seem to think that it only means, you know, going to the well, gym, but right. it doesn't. I mean, everyone lifts. So that's right. I panicked and said, oh no, I don't go to the gym. I don't lift. And then I realized, like, I was, it really got to me and I was felt embarrassed about the whole thing. And I was walking back to the radio station and I was like, wait, I've been lifting things all day. I lifted a snack wrap the whole way here mm. from Macca's. I mean, it wasn't a full wrap. No. But it was, but it was, you know, you lifted it. I mean, I lifted you, the whole way. Yeah. I, I didn't mean, drag it at any point. I mean, I'm lifting a, an empty plastic bottle right yeah, now. You didn't wheel that in. How did you get down? that in here? Well, you I just, lifted, I just it. lifted it up. Yeah. I've got a, <laughs> I got a chair right here. Mm. Just. Oh, lifting that. Lifting an entire chair. So, that guy, if you're listening... He's a lift in our building. <laughs> that, that, the only thing that lift does is lift. Well, yeah. descend sometimes. So, 50% of that lift's duty is lifting. Yeah. So, if that guy's listening, I just want to correct myself and say, hey, bro, I do even lift. Yeah. Okay? And guys out there, if you listen to the show, 131060, give us a call... Do you even lift? 131060, do you even lift? Yeah. Okay. We want, and we're not talking about traditionally lifting. No. We're talking about what do you lift? Do you lift, uh, what do you have to lift every day? Like a box if you're a furniture removalist. A pen if you're a pen lifter. Yep. <laughs> what if, yep, that's a standard profession. Yeah. So give us a call on 131060, do you even lift? Oh, the phone lines are lighting up with pen lifters all around Melbourne. <laughs> Luca Lewis, do you even lift? Lewis, today I went to the Arnold Classic. It's Arnold Schwarzenegger's uh, bodybuilding convention in yes. Melbourne, and I was completely out of my depth. Mm-hmm. There was lots of bodybuilders there, and for those who don't know, I don't have a similar physique. Yeah, I mean, you can kind of tell by Luke's voice. He's not jacked. You can tell by the way he speaks. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> like, oh, did you just put on 10 kilos? <laughs> It's incredible. Uh, so what we did is uh, a lot of people they're saying. Well, I got do you asked. Lift, I got asked at the qu- at the thing. Do I lift what I bench? And mm. I was like, just so uncomfortable. I was like, and I was saying no to people. I was like, no, I don't lift. I don't bench. I don't know what you're talking about. And then I realised that hey, I do lift. I lift things all the time. Sometimes I'll lift my feet out of bed, put them on the floor. Sometimes yeah. I'll lift my wa- like drink bottle to my bedside table before I go to bed. Yeah. And that's just going to bed. Well, really, sometimes I will lift the drink called lift <laughs> to my mouth to drink a lift. Yeah. That's a double lift lift. <laughs> so we wanted to lift, celebrate lift, non-traditional lifting. So I asked you guys on 131060, do you even lift? Yes. And Molly, out. do you lift? I lift. What do you lift? I work in an office, so and I always lift the water that goes the water jug that goes on top of the water cooler. And that's it's heavy. a that's a hefty lift, Molly. It's a big lift. That's like a five to ten kilo li- lift. How many liters is the water? Do you know? No, I don't. I think they're about ten. Really liters, heavy. <laughs> yeah, that about does 10 sound kilos. heavy. And Molly, do you have a lift in your office? Um, I don't actually. Oh, that's all right. So your office doesn't lift, but you do. <laughs> Yeah. Great. <laughs> yeah, really. Do you have anything around you that you could lift for us? What's the heaviest thing you've got around you right now? 
Um, probably a water bottle. Yeah. 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 And is it full? A is it a full water bottle? It is full. Oh, that's a pretty big lift. Give us a lift, Molly. Prove it. Okay, we'll count you in, and you just kind of strain. I mean, because it's it's bit side. Don't give us a silent lift. Yeah. Just kind of talk us through the lift as you're doing it. Yeah. Ready? Three, two, one. <laughs> That's a very funny lift. <laughs> Were you lifting? I couldn't tell. You didn't talk I us through it, Molly. You feel yeah. like an idiot lifting. You shouldn't. That's what we're trying to celebrate yeah. here on the show. <laughs> you sound it's, like you're jacked. It's a Molly. non-traditional lift, but and you know what? And society frowns upon it. I feel you, yeah. Molly. I've been lifting all day, and I was. Uh, I, I feel like a minority this morning because we're I didn't standing lift. up today for little lifters. You don't need a bench. <laughs> <laughs> and that brings us. Uh, we, we're running out of time. Yes, so we, we couldn't take everyone's calls, but that uh, brings to the end of the show. Thank you for everyone who called. If everybody listening, great lift, we're Molly. <laughs> we're going to be back next Sunday uh, night, uh, six to eight on the Fox. I'm excited. For and next week's also, show. if you don't believe us about the Arnold Sports thing in a brief, brief celebrity interview, check it out on Facebook during the week. Yes, because we've got video. This is Luke. Luke and Lewis on the Fox. Luke and Lewis on 1019 The Fox.